0: Welcome back to the Sporting Lounge. Thank you so much for joining us. Go ahead, grab that beer, kick your feet up. Of course, always have a fantastic time. As always, your gracious host, me, myself, and I. Thank you so much. You're very welcome. And then, of course, the man, the myth, the legend, Travis himself. How are you doing today, buddy?
1: Oh, I'm doing fantastic. fantastic. Now, this is be
0: a little bit of a different um, one because you're actually going to take point on this, aren't you?
1: Yes. Yes, Do you want to start am.
0: with the football or do you want me to still take point on that?
1: Uh, we can I I can take the start on that it doesn't matter. We're gonna do a little quick recap this week. We're not gonna do in depth like we normally do. That takes up half an hour. Just quick going over the scores. Just because I'm not gonna lie to you guys, I'm cowarding out about this. I'm tucking my tail and running. We were wrong about a lot, and I don't think it was just us. There was I mean I called the New York Jets beating Green Bay, and I called the Giants upsetting the Ravens, but no one saw Pittsburgh beating Tampa, and no one no one saw. The Falcons just out of nowhere smacking the Stomping shit. Out of 49ers. the Forty Nineers. Did not see that coming. Lots of random plays this week that didn't happen. Oh yeah. man, just I, there's just a lot that I don't even. I still I'm having like PTSD from this.
0: Yeah, <laughs> I I'm sorry for any fantasy advice I gave last week. I apologize. That, that wasn't me. <laughs> that was just horrid.
1: Good you Lord. must have been listening to Lounge Sporting, not Sporting Lounge. Man, yeah. I, don't know that. I man. must have. <laughs> Um, yeah. So, Commanders win an ugly one, twelve to seven, over the Bears. I don't even know if that counts as a win. Um, got yeah, the Falcons, yeah, twenty eight over fourteen, twenty eight fourteen over the Forty ers You're welcome, Stewart. I mean, not you're welcome, but congrats. That's how your team did something. Um, the Patriots beat the crap out of the Browns, thirty eight fifteen. Does Bailey Zappi win the starting job over Mac Jones? We talked about that on Friday. Um, ooh, I'm excited. Jets twenty seven, Packers ten. I didn't, I didn't necessarily see the Jets winning in that kind of fashion, but I I, I did, I'm not surprised that they won. Colts 34, Jags 27. That's the team that you envisioned your Colts to be this year. Yeah, they, yeah. They, they showed up a little bit. I mean, without Jonathan Taylor.
0: <laughs> Took him fucking 50-plus throws to try to get there, but they did it.
1: And then vikings 24 dolphins 16 that was a ugly battle and bridgewater forcing to come back in even though he was ruled out to begin with because of skylar thompson hurting his thumb in the middle of the game that's a interesting one
0: yep
1: what are the i don't even i'm not even sure what the rules are. like if you're already declared out how are you able to suit back up that doesn't make sense to me i i don't know it was there's got to be some loophole in the rules or something
0: yeah well, I, I'm not sure, but yeah, it was definitely weird.
1: But that, the Dolphins' defense kept them in it as long as they possibly could, and then Dalvin Cook delivered the dagger.
0: Did you really just go all in? Okay, so everyone who uh, who doesn't know, we're playing uh, poker at the moment. And he just called my all in. I had an I, A7.
1: I didn't mean to, to be honest. Let's go!
0: Yes! Please, please, please. <laughs> you got full a full house, house
1: up. us <laughs> go. At least I'm contributing to my homie. <laughs> That's true.
0: You gave me that money. I'm gonna tip that bitch. I'm gonna.
1: The Bengals coming back and beating the Saints, 30 to 26. Bengals starting to look like themselves a little bit on offense. They're still kind of finding their identity. It's better early to do it now than later, especially with how this AFC is loaded. Kamara having a bounce back game, you know, in a loss. Well, not a bounce back game. A second good week in a row. But his court hearings coming up here in the er, in the early days of November and there's also another he's being sued for ten million dollars and another felony lawsuit headed on top. So I'd be very if you're the Kamara owner in your fantasy league, keep an eye on that.
0: <laughs> I agree. Um, real quick thing. Go buy Joe Mixon if you can. He's had a terrible performance this first half. It's definitely worth trying to buy him. So um just sorry yeah. I should throw that out there.
1: And then my upset of the week, I called it 2420 Giants over the Ravens. And
0: they're good. I'm, the Giants are good. The Giants
1: are legit. And there's probably not a lot of people that want to admit it, but I'd rather the Giants be 5 and 1 than the Cowboys be 5 and 1 because <laughs> fuck. They're, they're not up.
0: far but, off though, so
1: <laughs> right. Andrews is his, is his usual self. Him and Kelsey, best tight ends in the league right now, especially for fantasy at least. For, but keep that going. So on Drake ten carries, one hundred and eight, one hundred nineteen yards and a touchdown for Baltimore, which has been kind of interesting since Dobbins' first week back. Right, explodes on the scene, two touchdowns, and then and then last week he's just like non-existent, and Drake's doing decent last week, and then Drake. Doing good this year. Where was that? Like the first four weeks of the season before Dobbins comes back. Now you feel like there's a threat to your, to your paycheck. Good job. All right. And then Giselle, twenty, Tom Brady eighteen. I mean Steelers ah. twenty bucks eighteen. <laughs> um, man, I just you are Brady should have me. been Brady should have been retired should have stayed retired at this point. Yeah, I mean you only- see
0: that meme that he was like, I left my family for this.
1: Yes, <laughs> when he's screaming at the O line. Oh yeah. man!
0: <laughs> oh good lord!
1: There, that's what happens when you're in the spotlight these days. If something happens to your life, you're gonna be made into a meme. You're gonna be made into a meme, that's for sure. I mean, the Buccaneers definitely are better than they're playing. They'll they'll be fine. The NFC is in a downswing, so I'm not too worried about them, especially since they're 500 and they're still tied for the division lead. Um, or they have it outright, actually, I think, so let's see. no, I think they're tied for it with the Falcons,
0: man, I was really hoping Dallas would have won that oh sorry we we got into the Dallas thing I was just, I backtracked to it because man, no it's it right. was close it was it was a nine point game, so it wasn't like far off
1: that's very true, and the Rams finally show up an offense at least, kind of. I mean Stafford mm-hmm. still hasn't had that great game that you want him to have yet, but the Rams slowly looked a little bit better. I know it's the Panthers; they have no offense, but you can't let's not pretend the Panthers' defense isn't top ten. It is.
0: Yeah, they have. A, question is: Are they are the Panthers going to start selling away some draft or uh, some? Well, they just traded. I mean, picks, I mean they
1: traded Robbie Anderson, and they're fielding phone calls for cmc right now i would i mean i, I would assume that the only people that they're going to keep on their team it's probably the young young stars they're going to keep dj moore they're going to keep uh jc horn obviously they're probably going to keep burns on the defensive line <clears throat> but everyone else is probably fair game right now with the panthers they so got nothing to lose at this point they're they, they. i think they're just saying fuck it let's go get that number one pick
0: right I'm, I don't blame them. I, if I was them, I'd put everything on the line. Honestly,
1: oh yes. Seahawks, Cardinals. Is it crazy to say that six weeks in after of the season that the Seahawks <laughs> are tied for first place in that division? Actually, yeah. they technically are in first place in the division because they hold a two and one record in the division. The Rams are two and two, so the Seahawks yeah. have have a are in first place in the NFC West.
0: I don't understand how I, – I guess Geno Smith, he's good. He's good. But, damn, did I not think that this would have been possible. I mean, Cardinals are definitely taking a step back. Marquise Brown's now down. Hopkins coming back. They traded for Robbie Anderson. But, like, I did not expect this. Like,
1: Apparently me trading Kyler was the biggest big brain move of my fantasy oh, career.
0: fuck yeah. Oh, not to mention Kenneth Walker. He looks great.
1: Oh, 100%. I saw a stat, like the highest uh, missed tackle rate caused by running backs in the league, minimum 40 attempts. He was number one at 50%. Damon Pierce is number two at 38, and then, or he was tied with Nick Chubb at second at 38. So two rookies leading the league at that. Mm. Damn. No, Damn. I just needed that king or an eight, and I would have won. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's okay. That is okay. I mean, Kyler didn't have a bad game. 100 yards on the ground, 222 through the air, no tutties, but with an interception. He did okay, but I'd, right now I'd, have a, I'd rather have Kirk Cousins. Uh... Let's see what I got for Maybe yeah, not long yeah. term for dynasty, but for right now, yes. <laughs> uh,
0: for fantasy, I'd take Kirk Cousins at the moment. <sighs> he looks – I mean, he as always, he's average. He's never going to be like the guy number one, but he'll always be good. You know what I mean?
1: Yes, 100%. Um, I just – I don't know. I I think the Cardinals are talented. They have all the talent in the world, honestly. I just really, I I think Cliff Kingsbury is the problem. I don't think he's as good of a coach as everyone thought he was. I think his first two years in the league were a fluke. He just walked into a great position. Uh, I mean, people. I'm gonna I'm gonna use the uh, the old quote. A lot of people think that they're great when they were born on third base. You know. Oh God. That's that's kind of how Cliff was. I mean, I'm not. I, trying to pretend like Arizona was anything special before Cliff got there record-wise. But
0: You know were... who I, I would have loved to have seen? Larry Fitzgerald in his prime in this, in this more off- modern audience. Bet you he would have been even more dominant. Yeah. Especially if you paired him up right next to DeAndre Hopkins like the very last year of his career, but first time for Hopkins coming over. Oh, 100%. Uh, miss him. Oh, well, that was a nasty flop for me.
1: Oh, guess what? What? My blunt is ready to be smoked. <laughs>
0: All right. So, any other games do we have to touch on?
1: Oh, oh Bills, Chiefs. Yeah, they have The game, the two best games of the week. Mm-hmm. Bills and Chiefs might not have been quite the t- as high point scoring as high scoring, but was it every bit as entertaining as we wanted? Hell yeah. Good game. Yeah. I think the reason I'm most happy about it is because that game made Nick Wright get on live television and apologize and say that the Bills are finally better than the Chiefs. Yeah. And he no. seated and said Josh Allen has surpassed Mahomes as well.
0: I don't know about that. I don't know. It's so close.
1: It's so, they're literally like one and one A, like one A, one B. They're like, they're. You can't go around that. Will wrong they be competing one.
0: for the next 10 years? Fuck. Yes.
1: yes. I think it's them two in a tier of their own. And then in the next tier, it's Herbert and Lamar and Hurts, kind of right now. And then there's just another tier, and it's all the other guys that you think are good Kyler, <laughs> Dak. Mm-hmm. I'd even put Dak a tier lower than that. But I think the Bills are are going to win the Super Bowl this year. This is, I think Allen's on a mission. I think the Bills are on a mission. Chiefs are still good. They're going to be right there in the end. They're going to be Final Four in the AFC for sure. I, I want to see this matchup again in the AFC Championship game. I think everyone does, whether you're fans of these teams or not. Whether you have members of their of the team on your fantasy team or not, it's just, it's good football. It's the best football that can be played right now in our day and age. And I'm looking forward to seeing it for a long time. Um, Next. good, And then the game last night. The Sunday night game. Eagles 26. Cowboys 17. I didn't expect the Cowboys to win. I just. But I didn't. Oh man. Cooper Rush did not look good at all. I mean he hasn't necessarily looked great during this win streak. It's been mainly the defense and just play calling the coaching staff. But. They're gonna put Dak back in. They're gonna sit there and like, oh and they're gonna sit there and win the same amount of games with Dak as they did with Cooper. But I agree. Zeke I coming back to life a little bit, 13 carries, 81 yards and a touchdown. He's the reason they kind of got back into that game. Um should see how it goes when Dak comes back. They've been throwing more when Dak's behind there and when they should be running. Their offense is better when they Run, run it through Zeke, everyone's better.
0: I think I think Zeke getting back on track is a big thing for them.
1: Very big for them. But the Eagles, hats off to them, 6-0, undefeated record. I think they're the second-best team in the league right now behind the Bills. Um, you kind of got to <laughs> shut up about it now. If they beat everyone put in front of them. Their defense is every bit as good as their offense. Hertz has been challenged now. Against, he's played two really good defenses in the last two weeks.
0: That he has. They're at,
1: the offensive line's legit. The defensive line's legit. Darius Slay is – I want to talk about Darius Slay. Yes. And, and I'm going to say it like this. Since he's been in the league, he is hands down overall the best corner that's been in the league, and I'm going to say why. Because out of all the other corners that you're going to try to name that are better than him since then, how many of them only played at that elite level for one or two seasons? I'm going to tell you right now, every single one of them besides Darius Slay. He's been top ten since he's been in the fucking league and has not stopped. Jalen Ramsey was really only super elite for his first two years in Jacksonville and then his first year in the Rams uniform. He hasn't been the same in the last two years. I agree. Jair Alexander was elite for one season, then he got hurt. Stefan Gilmore was elite for two seasons, then haven't heard anything from again.
0: Yeah, I mean he's he's okay, but he's not
1: you you know what I mean. How many of those guys have you have been statistically like top seven every single year? Like in year in, year out, no matter what. Just Slay.
0: Extremely underrated. Loved him in the Lions, but hated him anywhere else.
1: That he's helping he's helping the Eagles. Did you, did you see when he caught that interception and he immediately ran to the stands yesterday and gave the ball to Meek Mill? <laughs> did
0: he really?
1: Yeah. God. And then no, no, there, there was a one of the special teams players for the Patriots he like blocked a punt or something I believe. And he kept the ball. He was he's a rookie and he he kept the ball. And it was like his first big play that he did something in the NFL. And he kept the ball and walked over the sideline and tried to give it to Belichick. and Belichick was just oh, like that. I'm like he stupid. That. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> wasn't having that. He was
0: like, what the hell are you doing?
1: Right. All right. Well, to keep it quick, it's tied 13-13 right now, the Monday night game, 431 left in the third. This is going to wrap up this week's six game, so if you have anyone big playing this game, we'll keep you updated as it goes on. Uh, but for right now, let's move past the NFL. Um, NHL started two nights ago, and whatever, tenu- whatever team you're a fan of, it's just great to have hockey back. My Red Wings looking good for the first two games. Tonight they didn't look as good. They gave up some goals, fought back. We lost five-four in overtime to the Kings, but that's great. I don't. I, I, hockey is better when the Red Wings are relevant. I don't care who you say, who you are, who you're a fan of. It's true they are. I love when hockey run when the Cup runs through Hockey Town, and it needs to return to that. I don't think we're Cup contenders quite yet, but we can definitely sniff the playoffs this year. Um... Current games going on in the NHL right now. Colorado Defending Cup Champs are currently up four to three on the Minnesota Wild with 1258 left in that game. Uh, the Winnipeg Jets are down one to three to the Dallas Stars at the end of the sec- at the end of the second. They got one period left there. Uh, Carolina Hurricanes up 1-0 on the Seattle Kraken with 15.21 left in that in the first. Boston Bruins down the Florida Panthers 5-3. Montreal Canadiens down the Pittsburgh Penguins three to two. I'm a fan of that because I hate Sidney Crosby and the Pittsburgh Penguins. I'm a Red Wings fan. Enough said. Um, okay, Rangers. So oh, go ahead. Go ahead.
0: I was going to say, um, you can keep going with the boxers. I was just going to ask, what do you think about John Tortellini uh, wanting to reshape the Flyers? How do you think he's going to do?
1: I think he's going to do it. I mean, he's already a good coach. Uh, they're just kind of in a little bit of an identity crisis. They went from being a good team to kind of in a rebuild right now. And they, the way their team was before, they had good high – they had Phil Kessel on the line, and that was their star player. That's what they kind of geared their whole team towards. They had decent defense, good coaching, goaltending was average. I think they need to – with the way the NHL is played today, you need to have elite goaltending, fast, physical defenders that are equally as good at offense as they are at defense. And then just speed is the name of the game in the NHL today. It's just speed, 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 and puck handling. Okay. And <coughs> so that's best, definitely the way to go.
0: So, is this correct in thinking um, Crosby, Sidney Crosby, already has six points?
1: Yeah. Hmm. There's a lot of people already off to a couple big starts in the Him NHL. And, um, Artemi Panarin at yep, they're at six as well.
0: They're six apiece. Uh, save percentage, Val Huso in Detroit. Our Detroit yeah. boys looking pretty
1: good. He's yeah, he played the one game. There's a there's kind of going to be a committee goalie going on. There's probably they're probably going to get like thirty five, forty starts apiece in Detroit until they figure out who's the True goaltender numero uno there. Um, the NHL season's great. I honestly I'd, I'm picking the Avalanche to repeat as Cup champions this year, but I would not be surprised if Calgary has something to say about it in the Western Conference and he throws them, or if Edmonton finally gets over that hump. That's still, it's going to be competitive Western Conference, especially since. The best player in the league, like two of the three best players in the league, both play for Edmonton: Connor McDavid and Leon Dresdell. But okay, fucking. But they've been on the same team for a while. For couple, they both got drafted there, and they've still been first. This is this past postseason is the first time they made it out of the first round. They made it to the second round and then got bounced. But um, I mean, it's improvement. It's an improvement. But,
0: hey, that's
1: the important thing. Yep. The Rangers did beat the Ducks 6-4. Arizona the Coyotes beat the Toronto Maple Leafs 4-2. And then the Washington Capitals beat the Vancouver Canucks 6-4. to That's a game that I really like because I'm going to be watching Alex Ovechkin. He is 38 years old and still playing at this kind of level. Two goals, two assists tonight. He is going to break... Gretzky's goal record. I'm gonna say it. He he is. He's already on pace too. He he can do it by age 40. He doesn't even have to put up the ridiculous. He'll do it in the next three seasons. And here's the thing: his rookie season was the was the was the lockout shortened season. All right, so they didn't. So he played like 30 games that year, or they didn't even play. It was the lockout season. Then he missed, and then he missed. Has like the sophomore. Like two of his first three seasons, he missed. And then he's also had other. And he's missed other season uh, games to injury throughout his career. He would realistically already probably be—he's like 140 off right now.
0: Your bet, your bet, your bet.
1: And uh, I'm glad I folded that. But he would—he would realistically already be within like 40 goals of Gretzky's record without that happening. Oh and, wow. And that's huge. Now that being said, no one is still ever going to touch Gretzky's point record. Connor McDavid is off to a ridiculous start in his career. He—he's. But he would have to maintain what he's doing at least for another 10 years, which would put him at about 38 years old for it to even be – start talking about it being possible.
0: Jesus.
1: And it's just – Gretzky's point total is just – that's the most unbreakable record in sports in my opinion. Yeah, uh, you I mean – like, like, people can play – it like, if you – you, you win a couple individual awards and play in a Stanley Cup Finals or win a cup and you touched a, touched a 1,000 career points. That's a Hall of Fame career in the NHL. Gretzky okay. had 897, uh, 897 goals scored. Let me see the exact numbers. 890-something. And then he – yeah, let me, let me pull this up again real quick just so I'm not off for the career totals.
0: I mean, yeah, Gretzky,
1: 894 career goals, 1,963 career assists, and, you, and total points scored is goals and assists combined. If Gretzky scored zero goals in his entire career, he would still be the NHL's all-time leading scorer by 42 points.
0: What do you mean if Gretzky scored? Like, he himself did not score any goals.
1: Yes, because the way you get your cumulative points in the NHL is your career goals scored plus your career assists. That's your points in the NHL. So he had one. He's all he. He leads the. He's the career leader in the NHL history in goals scored with 894. He also is the career leader in assists at 1,963. If yeah, so if Gretzky literally had zero goals scored in his entire career, and just with his assists, he would have more. Points on just assists than everybody else in league history goals and assists combined.
0: Good lord,
1: I did not realize that. Yeah, Yarmir Yager is number two in all time scoring, one thousand nine hundred and twenty-one points. Gretzky's two thousand eight hundred and fifty-seven total. Like the the point difference just between those two is like an entire Hall of Fame career point total.
0: Yeah. Now, my question would be, if they make the NHL season longer, it'll eventually come to being, you know, broken. But in the current setup with the current amount of games, it's worth, right?
1: Well, here's the thing. The Gretzky but, was so good that even if they changed up the rules a little bit and cha- changed the way the game is played a little bit, changed the, the, the amount of games in a season, made it – Easier to score more cumulative of points and whatnot. It would still be hard for someone to break that, and we we'll, I'll, I'll I'll back that up with points per game. Um, let's see. Let's go. Let's go here.
0: Yes, please do because I'm sitting here. Like we know since the NFL expanded they're definitely going to start breaking more records. 2,000 yards will be a little easier to obtain. Um, Passing yardage is going to be broken. 5,000 yards will be more obtainable because they added another game. So it's one of those things. Connor McDavid
1: is right now, he's active. Him and Crosby are the only two players currently active in the NHL that are in the top 12 all time. Well, Yeah, top 12 all-time for points per game. Crosby has a
0: Hall of Fame career
1: already. Yeah, Crosby is 7th in NHL history in points per game scored, 1.275, which is goals and assists combined per game. Connor McDavid is 4th all-time at 1.436. Third is Mike Bossy, who is one of the three greatest goal scorers ever, Tim Gretzky and and Alexander Ovechkin. He is uh, 3rd at 1.497. All right? Okay. Then it jumps. Mario Lemieux and Wayne Gretzky were so much better than everyone else. The reason Mario Lemieux doesn't have the same totals, like bulk stats, that Wayne Gretzky has for his career is because he literally played half the amount of games. He had a broken back, he had cancer, he had leukemia, and he fought through all that for 10 years. But Mario Lemieux averaged 1.883 points per game. And Wayne Gretzky, 1.921 per game.
0: Whoa, whoa! <laughs> Back that up again. Back that. Say those two stats again.
1: Mario Lemieux averaged one point eight eight three points per game, and Gretzky one point nine two one. So we're talking like a whole half a stat, whole point, half a point higher than everybody else in NHL history.
0: That is a considerable difference. So, like, so like, like so, so,
1: so that's what I'm saying. So, like, even if you added like even like ten games per season on. At half a point a season, you like like that's still only you'd still have to play at a ridiculous rate till you're in your late thirties, like to even have a chance. Right. Still, like what Gretzky and Lemieux did was never going to be seen again.
0: Okay, well shit, um, I'm all for it.
1: <laughs> <laughs> and I I want to see Alex Ovechkin break that goal record too. I love Ovechkin. What makes him. Uh, my opinion, the reason I think he is the greatest goal scorer ever is because Gretzky and Bossy did it during the 80s, which is the highest scoring era in hockey ever. The goals were bigger, goalies were less pads, the rules allowed it to be an easier scoring era. But, but at the same time, you can counter that argument with, well, if it was so much easier, then why is Gretzky like literally and you know the only one that put up those kind of numbers? Well, I mean that's a fair argument. Gretzky was ahead of his time, but he 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 would just be one of the top five players in the league right now if he played today, in my opinion. He was ahead of his time. It, it is a little bit harder to score in today's game than it is when Gretzky played the first 10 years of his career. But he is still the greatest hockey player ever, and I don't think that will ever be questioned or challenged, really. <laughs> because not only does he have the bulk stats, he, he also has like eight Stanley Cup Finals trips and six Cups in general. And then numerous individual accolades that probably will never be touched as well, and it's just ridiculous. I don't even. I, I want okay. the reason Ovechkin's the best though is because he's doing this in this age, and Ovechkin has literally scored like eighty-five percent of his career goals from the same spot in the left side, left side slot coming in, and. He shoots left hand like they know where he's going to be, they know where he's going to shoot it, they know what he's going to do, and they can't stop it since 2004. They can't stop it, like <laughs> 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 so. You know, it's a beautiful thing, it
0: takes, though. And, I mean, it's if you can't be stopped, that's what really matters, and that's I mean, it's 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 fucking working, obviously. Um, question is, will. Will be able to keep it up till the end.
1: Yes, he should, as long as he stays healthy. He's getting old, but he's still playing at a high level when he's out there. Um, he'll be fine as long as he plays till he's like forty-one, forty-two. He'll uh, he'll break Gretzky's goal record, but he'll never touch Gretzky's total point record. <clears throat> um, whew, that's about all I got to say on the NHL tonight. I'm I'm just excited to have hockey back. I'm a huge hockey fan. Grew up pretty much in the Red Wings backyard. That um, you
0: did. Big fans, big fans.
1: Another big thing going on now is obviously the MLB postseason. Unfortunately, Game Five of the ALDS between the Cleveland Guardians and the New York Yankees getting postponed till Tuesday, till tomorrow night. Weather delay. Um, winner takes all. Moves on to the ALCS and to face Houston. The Astros, my pick to win the World Series. I picked the Astros to play the Dodgers, who just had one of the five best regular seasons in MLB history, and then they just got eliminated before the Conference Championship game to the Padres. Um, I am, even though I'm a Tigers fan, I'm rooting for the Cleveland Guardians because I hate the Yankees. I think everyone hates the Yankees. I want the Yankees gone.
0: Yep, I agree. Not a huge fan of the Yankees. Um, now. <coughs>
1: beat Aaron judge Yankees sucks Garrett Cole's overrated
0: I mean I'd like to have Aaron judge's freaking contract holy hell
1: (laughs) I mean I I think we'd all like to have any of the top 10 players in any sports contract
0: (laughs) uh, I'd take it in a heartbeat
1: this year's hot team like last last year's last year's uh, World Series champion was obviously again Stewart's Atlanta Braves, another Georgia team, winning at the same time as his football team. Mm-hmm. Um, but they they weren't the best team or one of the two best teams through the regular season last year. They were they finished as one of the top four or five overall teams record wise, but they they kind of got hot at the right time last year and then they just coasted. That's how you do it in MLB. And this year they caught they ended up playing in the first round. That the team that this year's team that got hot, the Phillies, and they just got and they got eliminated. I think the Philadelphia Phillies are gonna got a good chance at representing the NL in the in the World Series. They 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 got it going on like the Braves did last year. and It smells a lot like it.
0: They're okay, hot. so so yeah, so Philly and the Padres um, make up the NLDS. Um, are we? Trying to find the, the the most recent scores. Who's on the ALDS side right now? Is it the Yankees, I, Guardians?
1: Yep, it's Yankees, Guardians. It's games five, and the winner of them gets the Houston Astros in the ALCS. Winner, uh, the Phillies and Padres are going to be playing for the NLCS now.
0: I'm I'm taking Astros versus Padres World Series.
1: I would not be surprised if that's how it happens right now. I, it's just so. Padres are hot as well, and. Mm-hmm. Just took the, the, the Dodgers. I think I think we all kind of saw Houston walking to the World Series in the AL with the Yankees on paper yep. being the only team that challenged them. Really, <coughs> I hope the Guardians break through and up playing Astros, but I just don't see I mean, the Guardians break. through. the NL is entertaining. They are, mm. Mm. they they are definitely it definitely going to be more entertaining baseball in the NL till the World Series, in my opinion. Okay.
0: Um, I mean, Guardians and Yankees are close, tied up 2-2. So, I mean, if which team do you think has the better chance to beat the Astros? The Yanks or the Guardians? I'm thinking Yankees. I, as much as I hate hmm. them, but I'd say – I actually think
1: the Guardians do. They got better pitching in, in, in the postseason, especially in the last decade. Great pitching – and just being hot in general as a team, or just one player that catches fire as a batter is enough to carry you to a World Series title. Great pitching and one offensive player just being in the zone. So what right. happened in 2012 against us, the Tigers against San Fran, against the, against the Giants. Lincecum and Bumgarner were playing out of this world and Pablo Sandoval could not fucking miss the ball. He was hitting everything he touched out of the park. And
0: <clears throat> a little bit of postseason magic.
1: Mm-hmm. And Guardians got to have two good picture. They have they have good pitching, young good, good prospects. They got a hot batter right now. Um, it could happen. I just Astros are just so good. Their top three pitchers could be the number one pitcher on any other team in baseball. They're so good. And. Oh, nope, nope. Okay. And I, I know everyone. I know a lot of people are like, "Oh, fuck the Astros! They cheated a couple years ago." Like, yeah, they got punished for it. Came down and look at that. They're still back here. They have been ever since. Like,
0: yeah, that wasn't gonna derail them. They didn't really do enough. That was like, oh, kind of that they the didn't. edge to win. Like it. It's it's just one of those things that, okay, they took their lump on the chin. They got their slap on the wrist. But if if they if they then all of a sudden turned bad, then you could be like, oh yeah, it gave them a significant advantage. They definitely cheated to win, but clearly they didn't like, it didn't affect them enough. You know what I mean?
1: I just don't like how people want to talk about cheating in baseball in general. And especially since MLB and journalists and the people that vote on the hall of fame have the gall and the absolute audacity to keep someone like Pete Rose and then Roger Clemens and Barry Bonds out of the hall of fame. Be- because they're like, oh, they use steroids. Like, okay, aren't you guys the same people and commissioner of the baseball? And like, you know, baseball was dying, and you pretty much encouraged it. Where the, more than eighty percent of the league for an entire decade was on roids. So I'm not. So them being on roids wasn't an advantage. It was called an even playing ground. Like, exactly. you, you, you can't you can't be okay with it and encourage it to rank up baseball's popularity and money revenue again and then fucking ban the people that did that for you from ever being in the Hall. Like, fuck out of here. Like,
0: that is, I
1: I think that's really shitty, honestly. Like,
0: next thing you're going to do is like, oh, they're going to purge everyone who ever used steroids. It's going to be like, so you're not going to have a Hall of Fame.
1: Yeah, like, especially (laughs) since, like, Clemens has, Clemens is honestly the best pitcher ever. Uh, It's honestly not really close. Bonds is honestly probably the best player ever and it's pretty damn close his he's got seven mvps like he's got the most mvps out of any major sport out of any player in any of the four major sports Hmm. and barry sanders or barry bonds had an argue was already arguably a hall of fame player before he even got started using roids. Like, he already had three MVPs and two batting titles and a couple World Series trips before he ever started using. Like, I don't know. And at the same time, like, I I just don't feel like people actually understand, like, a lot of people that are quick to open their mouth about steroids don't actually really understand what steroids do. They're sitting there thinking that it just gives them incredible power and all that. Like, no, it literally just helps your body recover faster. It doesn't give you better hand-eye coordination. It doesn't you know like doesn't make your brain work faster it might help you with muscle mass so you can recover faster and work out more but it's literally just your body still doing the, its job and bulking up steroids just makes it happen faster technically exactly like so i like, i like if you could prove that not a single player in the league used use steroids and then you're the one person that did yes you can chalk that up as you have an advantage and I understand but when literally 80% of the fucking league is doing it right either ban every, either disqualify every single person that played for that entire 15 year stretch from being in the hall or leave it be I
0: agree I agree
1: it's just hypocritical in my eyes and I I just don't like that I just don't like that at all We're on the same page. The other sport, NBA starting up, NBA season starting up, you know I'm excited about that. You know I am extremely excited about that. My Pistons are back and playing again. Yep. Uh, Am I really – am I going to get lucky? Am I going to get lucky? I'm going to get lucky. (laughs) How you, wait, you had eights? No, yeah. I didn't see that. Yeah,
0: I was like, wait, what do you mean you're getting lucky? <laughs> Damn it. I thought you sent me a
1: picture. I'm just but um <laughs> no, but, oh I can uh, opening night is going uh, like some great basketball for the for the opening of the season.
0: I, I wanna ask you this personally. Um can the Lakers make the playoffs?
1: If they stay one hundred percent healthy all year round Okay, A D. Yeah, they can make the playoffs for sure, but if, unless literally like every other superstar player from all the other teams that are better than them goes down, there is no reason that they should ever even sniff the NBA Finals this year. If I'm going to let you iron out. I'm a diehard Lakers fan since the day I was born. I bleed purple and gold. Yes, you do. And I'm saying this. If the Lakers even touch the Finals, the league is rigged, and I don't care what anyone has to say about it.
0: just to get it back to more publicity and everything. Because they shouldn't make it past – I can list a whole bunch of teams. No, they shouldn't make it past. Memphis,
1: Dallas, and the Warriors should curb stomp them.
0: Yep. I agree. I agree wholeheartedly.
1: But some good games to start. Tomorrow night, 7.30, kicks off the season. Philadelphia versus Boston, two of the the three best teams in the East. Good representation. Could be a – Eastern Conference Finals preview, and then we got the Lakers and Golden State kicking it off at 10 p.m. for the second game. Some great basketball. Um, LeBron only needs to average 16.2 points per game if he plays all 82 games this year to break Kareem's scoring record. Now, that being said, LeBron has played all 82 games just once in his entire 20-year career. So, yep. <clears throat> He's obviously gonna to need to average more than that, but he like he obviously just averaged like 27, 28 per game last year. It's not gonna drop off a cliff like that. So I don't uh, think. Exactly. I mean, I mean, I mean, I don't expect him necessarily to put up 27, 28 again, but he's not gonna drop all the way to 16 or less. So maybe like
0: season.
1: 22
0: to 24. Yeah. Okay. Um, question. I this is one team that I want to talk about. LeBron James' hometown, Cleveland, made a big trade for a significant play, Donovan, Donovan Mitchell. So what are your thoughts on that? Does that make um, a huge difference for them? Like, are they now no.
1: – no? I think they're a decent team still. I think they're a good team still. Um, but they're, they're doing everything at the – like. Everyone in the NBA is trying to copy what the Warriors just did for the past eight years. If you see, everyone's trying to move to having two superb guards, two mm-hmm. superstar caliber guards. But the problem with that is there's not a single fucking player ever that can shoot as good as fucking Stephen Clay the, with the volume that they do. No one. None. Nobody can. No one in the NBA currently. Not Dame, not Harden, nobody. I agree. So it doesn't work because no one can shoot like them. You got to do something see. different. <laughs> I,
0: I definitely agree now I want to do this real quick Jokic 5 year 272 million Bradley Beal 5 year 251 Carl anthony Towns 4 year 224 Booker 4 year 224 Zach Levine 5 year 215 um, Zion Williams 5 years 194 million John Morant 5 years 194 Darius Garland 5 year 194 Tyler Hero Um, four-year 120 million rj barrett four-year 107 um those are all the notable oh and pool um four-year 123 uh those are all the notable like big contracts that i can think of um what about you
1: yeah there's some big contracts that have happened over the last few months come some of those like the pool one happened in the last couple days yeah um so i like it I, i I think it's funny with the with pool because Wiggins also just got a deal similar to Pool's yesterday. I think, yep. I think Pool's happened two days ago and Wiggins yesterday, and it's still funny because Dray- Draymond's just being a big baby, uh, which I, I I I on one hand I get it, like he's the one that helped them win all those chips before that besides the last one, and he still did help them.
0: Yep. So like he's just
1: kind of being put in the back burner, but he's also a big mouth. Like. Oh
0: yeah. The attitude it
1: can be a lot. Um, like, oh. he he acts like he's one of the all time greatest, which he's got. He's he's got a Hall of Fame resume. He does. I don't care. Like he might not be first ballot, but the man's got multiple years finishing in the top three or four for Defensive Player of the Year, plus a Defensive Player of the Year award, with while doing playing a similar role. To Dennis Rodman. Now, I'm not saying he's Dennis Rodman. Obviously, Dennis Rodman is five times the rebounder that Draymond Just ever will be. But
0: okay,
1: um, well, <laughs> Thank you, you told me to fold, so I, I said no. I told you
0: to fold, and you're like, no. Um, <laughs> another person who got traded that I want to talk about: Rudy Gobert to the Wolves to pair with uh, Anthony Carl Towns. Thoughts on that?
1: I like it because it allows Cat to play at his natural position because he's been playing the five
0: mm-hmm.
1: while in a Timberwolves uniform, which is not his natural position. It's the power forward, which allows him to move more. Um, but he, but with Gobert there, he can Gobert can be the five, and Towns can go back to being the four. It'll definitely with how well Anthony Edwards is developing this it could really open that team up. I think they're gonna they're a good team. I think the top four teams in the West are Ooh,
0: top four already? Go mm-hmm. ahead. Are, give give us your preseason prediction.
1: Still the Warriors, um Mavs, Memphis and then the Timberwolves and then I, I want to say so Denver. Lovely. I want to say Denver because they're going to be healthy. But I want to see Jamal Murray and, Otto and uh, Michael Porter stay healthy. If they can stay healthy, then I will not be surprised if they jump in those ranks. So jump no
0: love for the Pelicans.
1: Um, they can be sick. I'm not sure. Would the you Pelican, say they at least make that. I don't know. End? I don't. know. I, I want to see what what happens. Um, they're getting Zion back finally. Brandon Ingram's coming back. He's. Uh, Bring Ingram ball last year. Um, they, on paper, they have a playoff team. I want to see it work though. We've seen on paper fail year in and year out in all sports. So, just want yeah. to see it happen first. I agree. Um, I mean, they did make the playoffs last year. They made it to eight and They challenged. Mm-hmm. They they challenged. Uh, who did they play the first one? They challenged Memphis. They almost sent Memphis home first round. <clears throat> um, Brandon Ingram played really well that round. But, I mean, if Zion I Z- Zion can present that extra yes. obstacle. If Zion stays healthy and comes back like he did his rookie year with that 22 points per game and, like, 12 rebounds a game itself with explosiveness. I mean, he does look a lot healthier. He's easily 45 to 65 pounds lighter than he was. A little bit better on the knees and, the le- you know, and the hips. He can... He's obviously like, I've never denied his talent. He can be a special player. I just wanna it's just health. Yes. I'm huge I called Chet Holmgrump. Stay away from him. He was gonna get hurt. I called. 100 percent
0: Yeah, poor Chet. Oh,
1: but I think we're gonna I think this year the Bucks are if they stay healthy, are gonna win the title one more. I think I think uh I think Milwaukee Bucks are gonna win the NBA championship this year.
0: Mm Hmm. I uh, I don't know if I'll say they win it. I say shocker. Eastern Conference Final. Uh, Celtics beat Milwaukee. They go to the championship and then they get four to one against um, Golden State. That's (coughs) put it out there as even though um, I'm a Celtics fan, uh, that's why I'm choosing the favoritism, but. Honestly, if I was un- being unbiased, yeah, I could see Milwaukee. The reason going I'm going to
1: pick Milwaukee over Boston is because, I mean, Boston, don't get me wrong, Boston played really well. They let Giannis do his thing for the most part, and they Should isolated worked, that, in it. and they still won. But they played that entire series without having to play their second best player, which is Chris Middleton. He was out. Yep. So that series could have been completely different with Middleton there. That actually forced the defenders – to not be able to just double team where they want to and spread out because Middleton could create for himself. It would have caused Boston to play de- defense differently and that could have changed the entire series. But <clears throat> kudos to Boston. We'll see what they're made of this year.
0: Damn right. We see if
1: Jason Tatum's hard. got that Kobe Blood or if it's just or if he's just talking to talk instead of walking the walk.
0: Yep. I I can't tell you how upset I am at the whole him wearing the wristband and all that and then freezing up when it comes time to, to you know, to be game time, to be in the playoffs, to be there. So, kind of made me mad.
1: Oh, well. Yes. Yes, it definitely can be like that. Well, that being said, of followers of the group, um, if you saw on the Facebook today, I posted for a friend who is local in the community here in Battle Creek with where we, where, uh, where I'm located and where Ben is from. Um, it's called the 269 Guns Down, Gloves Up. Um, my friend Ricky Roller made this a couple years ago because unfortunately a very unfortunate accident of gun violence is senseless. And it's about showing the world that we need, that we can solve our problems with words or with our hands and to live another day and stop using guns. For senseless bullshit um i mean i'm a pro gun person but when it comes to situations like that there's no need like live the fight another day don't yeah, let your I ego do. get in the way and this is also something great with the community it's very good outreach good message and he also is very active in combat sports he knows what he's doing he's very good background in martial arts and boxing and he's a fight promoter here and helps people and young children around here that like to do those things and he helps get them open the door and see people and and they go around and do events as well um the, the, actually on the 29th of this month in october at long island cafe at four thirty to seven thirty p.m they're doing he's throwing they're throwing a trunk retreat for kids there's they have an opportunity to meet local pro and amy amy fighters uh connect with the gym of all ages welcome to combat sports pro wrestling mma boxing kickboxing like he knows what he's doing um he has he can get you in the door with anybody he, and he's he's a good dude um, so that being said go give him a look at give us him a shout out go help uh go help a great cause and keep on coming back for this great awesome content we're gonna be doing a colonel's pay uh podcast later this week for your battle creek colonel stay tuned for that as well this should be the thursday episode there's gonna be a special um other than that enjoy like subscribe share remember ben sucks and have a good night (laughs) still
0: number one in fantasy